Welcome to church. My name is Maredu Anjao, Senior Pastor of Avono Church, and wherever in the world you are watching from, we are so, so glad that you're with us today. For our visitors, we've been going through a series called Limitless, Becoming God's Best Version of Yourself. And last week, we introduced the concept of destiny helpers. We said that for every single one of us, God brings certain people into our lives at critical junctures, and that following these people prepares us for our God-given destiny. And we say that the biblical word for this process is discipleship. I believe that in 2022, God has already prepared some destiny helpers for you and for each of us who are here today. And so the question I'd like to ask you, and I'd, I'd, sorry, I'd, li I'd like us to address today is how do you locate your destiny helpers? How do you locate your destiny helpers? I'm pretty excited that we're going to be talking about this and I'm looking forward to just God's word uh, building us up as we listen and as we grow together. Now, if you remember last week, let me just start with a story. Uh, I, I shared the story of how uh, Bishop Oscar Moreo, God used him uh, to interrupt my life and how he interrupted, he invited me to serve alongside him uh, for a year and how saying yes to his invite is the reason I'm here today. It's the reason I'm, I became who I am today. Now, what I didn't say, what I, 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 I neglected to mention is that I almost missed out on my divine opportunity. You know, when Pastor Oscar, when Bishop Oscar asked me to serve in church, I told him, you know, Pastor, that's a good idea. Let me pray about it. Now, to be honest, at that point, I had no intention of praying about it. That's one of those things that you say to pastors when you don't, you don't plan to do what they're asking you to do. <laughs> it's just those things when you want a pastor to leave you alone. And by the way, please never do that to me because I'll know now that you've heard this sermon. So the thing is, unknown to me, my pastor didn't just ask me. He also asked my girlfriend, Carol, and gave her the same invite to serve alongside him for a year. And without consulting me, she said yes. Now, I was so mad when I found out. I mean, we had discussed plans with this girl about how we're going to travel abroad, how we're going to get our master's degrees, and then one day we're going to get married. There was nothing in those plans about serving for a year in church. But what could I do? She had already committed herself. And so after a while, after I just cooled down, I went back to Pastor Oscar and I said, Pastor, I've prayed about it. It seems that God is saying I should just serve in church for a year. And uh, my goodness, I mean, it was so interesting that uh, I shudder to say this, even as I share this story. I almost said no to the greatest opportunity of my life. I almost turned down the person that God had placed in my life to help me achieve the purpose for which I was created. Now, I suspect this danger was not just for me alone. Many Christians today completely miss out on locating and following the destiny helpers that God places in their lives. And they end up spiritually stuck, full of good intentions, but never breaking into the life of fearlessness and of impact of limitlessness that God created them for. Why is it so easy for us to miss out on following the destiny helpers that God brings into our lives? And especially this year, I, I think this is going to be a very important uh, message for us this year. Because as I said, I believe God has brought destiny helpers for every single one of us. And will put, us, put them in our lives uh, along the course of this year. Now I can think of several reasons why many of us miss out when God brings people like that into our lives. Reason number one, we want to be in control. You know, as humans, we are naturally independent. And another word for that is rebellious. <laughs> the Bible tells us that this is our condition, right from the Garden of Eden. Uh, 
The devil made this statement to Adam and Eve, and they swallowed it. Hook, line, and sinker. He said, God knew that when you eat it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God. What he was basically saying is, why should someone else determine how you live? Why should you yield control over any aspect of your life to somebody you're not even seeing? What if you don't end up doing the things you enjoy? Or what if he asks you to do something you don't want to do? And so many of us, I mean, that's just a thing. I mean, it's just our natural condition. We just are those people. We like to be in control. And there's just this thing of I might follow somebody else, and that means I no longer am in control. And then very closely connected, number two, is that we distrust authority. You know, as a generation, we have a general mistrust of people who are in leadership and people who are in authority. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we've seen abuse. We've seen corruption. We've seen misuse of power and neglect by parents, by spouses. How many times do we talk about misbehaving spouses? Uh, read any tabloid and you see it. By teachers, uh, taking advantage of their authority. By employers, oppressing their employees. By pastors uh, and government leaders. Impunity everywhere. And you know, because of this, whether it's that, whatever you look at in the papers, you're always going to be learning about, you're going to be seeing church scandals. You're going to be seeing political corruption. The woke culture, Black Lives Matter. There's all, everything we read in the media today, it's conditioning us to approach all authority with distance and suspicion. Even when it comes to faith, you're going to find that Christians today have a Jesus and me spirituality. As long as I'm following Jesus sincerely, then nobody should tell me what to do. In fact, it's very fashionable today to say, I don't go to church, but I'm a spiritual person. Have you had guys say that? It's so common. It's just the thing nowadays. In other words, when you talk to somebody about destiny helpers, they say, destiny helpers? My goodness, let me just follow Jesus because I don't trust anybody. And then, of course, COVID-19 comes and it turned many Christians into spiritual free agents. What do I mean? No longer connected to church, no longer connected to any ministry, just worshiping in the convenience of home. Now, I've, of course, I have nothing against worshiping at home. I love worshiping from home. There's nothing wrong with that. Especially if you see your home as a place to invite people who would never come to church. But there's a danger when you become detached from Christian community. There's a great verse in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. It says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. That should have been written in 20, <laughs> 2020. But let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hey, don't give up meeting. By the way, let me just say even a, a quick note on that point. All our campuses are meeting live right now, and it's a great thing to worship God together. If you belong to one of the Mavuno churches, get, make a point over the next couple of weeks of just checking out what God is doing. Now, I know that there are many who are watching because they are watching from different places, inviting people into that, and that's awesome as well. But number three reason why we often miss out on the destiny helpers God sends to us is that following is countercultural. You know, the world today does not esteem followership. Go to any bookshop and look for books. You're going to find books on leadership. And you're never going to find a book called followership. <laughs> it's so interesting. Even the word followership just sounds bad. Imagine somebody tells you, you are just a follower. Eish. It just sounds like an insult. You know, it's very different from if they say, ah, you are just a leader. You can't help yourself. You'll even be like, yeah, anyway, that's just my weakness. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like it's such a good thing to be called a leader. But it's a horrible thing to be called a, fo a follower in our culture today. You see, following is just not countercultural. It's just something that is, it's something so, people look down at you, they think you're a sheep. They think you're, you're just that person who doesn't think for yourself. And that's a reason why many of us will never connect with our God-given destiny helpers. Because it's like, you know what, let me just do it by myself. I don't want to follow somebody. 
Number four reason why so many miss out, and I hope you're taking note of these reasons and, and questioning your own life and asking where do I sometimes struggle with this particular issue. Number four reason is we confuse following with compliance. In other words, we think that following somebody, following a leader, following a destiny helper, means that I have to agree with them fully, even when they're wrong. Uh, we think that it has turned us into bootlickers or psychophants or just yes people. But of and of course, none of us wants to be called that. But you know, if we talk, if you remember last week, someone, we talked about the examples of Samuel and we talked about David and we learned from them that you can actually follow a leader without agreeing fully with them. Yeah, you can. You don't have to agree with everything the person who's discipling you is doing. And sometimes you learn from the things that they're, not, that they're doing wrong. <laughs> and you say, when I'm in that position, I will not do those things. Uh, fifth reason why we struggle to follow and locate those destiny helpers in our lives is that following is not easy. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said something very powerful to his, his, his guys. He said, it says, Jesus says to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Now this tells them there's a cost. Following me is not going to be easy. Jesus is just breaking it down from the beginning. Hey guys, this is not going to be easy. There are going to be challenges. The disciples didn't just follow Jesus and become. <laughs> they had to give up something in order to become who God wanted them to be. They had to give up the convenience of doing the things that they had always done. They had to give up the privilege of doing what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it. And yes, these amazing people became, God used them to change the world powerfully. But my goodness, there was a journey they had to go through. There are things they had to let go of. There's a cost they had to pay in order to become everything God wanted them to be. No wonder the rich young ruler, when Jesus told him, come and follow me, go and sell your things and follow me, he said, pastor, that's a really good idea. Let me just go and pray about it. <laughs> I mean, the guy is like, dude, I have no intention of following. Why? Because it's hard. He realized. He was honest about it. He was like, this is really hard. I need you to know right up front that becoming a disciple is not an easy or a convenient thing to do. And so as a result of all these issues we've talked about, many today want to be Christians at arm's length. We prefer to follow God on our own terms. Or to put it in biblical language, many Christians are converts, but they are not disciples. We are like, maybe in modern language, we'd say we are fans, but we are not followers. As, 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 as uh, the African Cup of Nations is going on right now, we see a lot of fans. People, people are fans of teams. And you know, I don't know if you have friends who are fans of one team that's winning and then next week they've changed. Because they are fans. But when you watch those, those football games, you'll see some guys who are followers. When their team is playing, they'll even pay and sell things to travel and watch. The, it's like they are there. They will suffer for their team. There's something different between a fan and a follower. You know, we saw last week that without saying yes to Jesus' invite to follow, the disciples would have remained unremarkable, ordinary people. None of us would ever have heard of them. But here's the thing. God did not create you to be mediocre. God did not create you to be this person who nobody ever heard of. God has a big plan for you. In fact, God's plans for you are far greater than your plans for yourself. He wants to make you this influencer, this powerful person who will change people's lives. And that's why it's important that you understand that every plan he has for you is for your good, to help you become his best version of you. 
And that's why you, I, I really believe in all, with all my heart that you must, this year, you must put yourself in a position where you're following someone else and being discipled by someone else. 2022 is that year for you. And let me give you three reasons. I want to just give you three quick reasons why this is so critical. We talk, we're talking about locating destiny helpers. And I want to tell you why this is so important that you're discipled this year, that somebody else disciples you this year. Number one, following is the fastest way to grow. Following is the fastest way to grow. Have you ever watched a child learning how to speak? <laughs> kids are amazing, aren't they? It's like, a do you know that kids can learn four languages at the same time? And many of them do. Actually, in this part of the world, the child is learning your mother tongue, your wife's mother tongue, Swahili, English. I mean, they're they and they're learning all of them at the same time. In fact, kids are so amazing that they even know who to talk which language. Have you ever noticed that? Somebody, the maid comes from the kitchen and they speak Swa. Somebody else comes, like a posh, posh person, they switch into English. <laughs> it's so interesting. Your grandma comes and they switch into mother tongue. It's like they get it. Let me tell you, kids can learn language much faster than any adult. What's their secret? Let me tell you the secret. They copy everything they hear without fear of failure or embarrassment. That's why kids learn. They don't fear being embarrassed. They see something, they just copy it exactly as they learned. And so because of that, my goodness, they accelerate. You would take 10 years to learn the language, they learn it in months. That's why Jesus says to his disciples, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's Matthew 18.3. You know, kids are amazing creatures. Why? Because they know what they don't know. In fact, they know that they don't know. That's what I like, love about kids. They don't, they're not there to impress you. If you ever watch kids, they know they don't know. So they ask questions and they copy what they see. They follow easily and they learn quickly. There's something powerful about following someone else. You know, the richest nations in the world became rich through following, through copying other nations. You travel to the West and you'll be surprised. Or even if you haven't traveled, just Google. <laughs> and you'll be surprised. If you're in Europe, you're going to find that all the countries look the same. The streets look the same. You'll even be surprised. You, if you're thrown in a street in Europe, in most parts of Europe, you won't even know which country you're in. If, you're, if it's, it comes to the building, when it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to the roads. Why? Because these people saw other do, others doing it and they copied to keep up. Nobody wanted to be left behind. And so all the nations have very similar. If, whether it comes to their, their banking systems, whether it comes to their lifestyles, the foods. I mean, it's, it's so amazing that they just copy and as a result, they all moved forward. This is what happens. You see the same trend when you visit Asian countries that have become wealthy, whether it's Japan or Taiwan or Korea or China. You're going to find that most of them began their turnaround by copying the technology of the West. That's what they did. By the way, they didn't try and reinvent it. They just copied it and then they copied it so well they became even better than the original. That's crazy. And that's why today the leading manufacturers of cars, TVs, phones, <laughs> household appliances, you name it. Where are they? They're in Asia. These guys didn't invent it, they just copied it. They didn't try to be originals. Let me tell you, God's people, originality is overrated. It is. If you want to go fast in life, then you learn to follow. We were created as human beings to follow and to learn from others. From when we are babies, to learn from others. Following is the fastest way to grow. This year, I challenge you, throw off originality. Stop trying to be original. Learn and move fast, accelerate because of following. Number two reason why I believe God wants you to follow this year and to, and to follow someone else and to be a disciple of someone else is number, that following is the only way to be a disciple. Following is the only way you can ever be a disciple. You know, it's interesting because the apostle Paul recognized this fact. 
In the same way that Jesus asked his disciples, remember last week we talked about Jesus following, meeting his disciples saying, follow me. Paul also asked his disciples to follow him. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, he says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. In fact, other versions say, follow me as I follow Christ or imitate me as I imitate Christ. Later on, he wrote to his disciple Timothy and he said something very powerful. He says, the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable others, reliable people who will be able to, who will be qualified to teach others. In other words, this is 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. In other words, he's saying, follow me because I'm following Jesus. So you follow me and then teach others to follow you the way you're following me. And then don't stop there. Teach them to teach the ones who are following them to follow them as they are. My goodness, this thing doesn't stop. It's just like, you. let me follow Jesus, then you follow me, and then people follow you, and this is the way we are going to grow in our faith. That's what Paul is teaching them. And it's like he's saying the best way to grow, the best way to become unlimited, the best way to become God's best version of yourself is to follow someone who's following Jesus. That's what Paul is saying. In other words, the true mark of every disciple of Jesus is that they're a follower. They're willing to pay the cost to overcome the barriers and suspicions of our culture and to follow. We saw last week the rich young ruler. He missed out his destiny because he wasn't ready to follow. I pray in 2022 that none of you will miss on your God-given destiny because of an unwillingness to follow. Let that not be. That's not our portion. Say, say, after, you, say after me, that's not my portion in Jesus' name. Absolutely. This is, this is going to be a big discovery you're going to find in the gospel. This is that discipleship is equals to followership. I cannot be a disciple if I'm not willing to follow. You have to follow if you want to become. Following is the only way to become a disciple. And then number three, number three reason that you must follow some, someone this year, that you must follow somebody this year, number, is that following is the path to spiritual greatness. Following is a path to greatness, spiritual greatness. And Jesus demonstrated to us that your destiny could totally change. When he told his disciples, follow me and I will make you. In other words, you are not going to become. There's something God made you, but you will not become unless you follow me. There's something I'm going to unlock when you follow me. Just by following him, they would find their purpose. And at one point along the journey, you know, I, I think as these guys, they, they trusted him. But at one point along the journey, they were like, hey, how come I'm not seeing too much change? What's happening? Uh, are things working? Jesus, are you, is, 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 is uh, our lives changing? We thought they would have changed. And he asked Jesus that question. Mark chapter 10, verse 28, he says, Peter, it says, Peter spoke up. We've left everything to follow you. He's, 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 he's challenging Jesus. But Jesus, we're the followers. We're here. And then Jesus answered in verse 29. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, not in heaven, <laughs> homes and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and fields, along with persecutions, please note that part, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be fast. In other words, according to Jesus, following is what distinguishes those who are fast and last spiritually. It's a thing that makes a difference. The Pharisees, the religious leaders, they were full of knowledge full of theology. They were deep people, deep. If, you are, if, if today would have said they were the deep Christians, but they were too proud to follow. They, they, they led themselves. And as a result in God's kingdom, they were the least. The disciples had no theological training. They had never gone to Bible school. They were, they were probably the most despised. People would look at them in church and think, who are these guys? They know nothing. And yet they're the ones that God used to carry out his purpose. They're the pillars of our faith. 
the pillars of the, the New Jerusalem. Read the book of Revelation. It's not just enough to know God's words to come to church and serve. You need to follow. You need to follow. This is a big realization. You need to follow. I hope you're all seeing why following is so important for us in 2022. Now, let me just say this. When Mavuno Church began um, way back in 2005, God gave us a task of turning ordinary people into fearless influencers of society. In other words, our role was to help everybody at Mavuno to connect with their God-given purpose and then to impact the world. And you know, when I think about it back 16 years later, I believe we've done a good job because with what we knew, we were able to help many Mavunites and see them today impacting the world, passionate about impacting the world wherever God has placed them. Many places I go and I find Mavunites just doing incredible things, impacting the world in amazing ways. But in recent times, God has continued to deepen our understanding. And he has shown us a missing link, showing us that the only way we can impact people sustainably over generations, not just now, but over generations, is to understand the important role of following, of being disciples. My prayer is that every single person at Mavuno will be in a discipleship relationship with someone else. That's my prayer, by the way, that every single one of us will be able to say, I'm being discipled by so and so. And in addition, every single person at Mavuno will also have the opportunity to say, I am discipling these people and helping them become more and more like Jesus wherever God has placed them. I, I really believe that this is something that's going to take our impact to a whole different level. Now, next week, we're going to be talking about the how, how to be a destiny helper. And the good news, I want to just give you a little sneak preview and to say, you don't have to be a spiritual guru. You don't have to be a giant. You don't have to know the Bible cover to cover to disciple other people. With what you know right now, you can actually help people become who God has called them to be. Every single one of us was called to help others to grow and be everything that God wants them to be. But that's for next week. For this week, I want to end by sharing about how each of us can begin the journey of connecting with our destiny helper in 2022. You see, we're in the process of beginning what we call discipleship groups in every one of our campuses. Now, discipleship groups, their role is to walk together and they're going to work together this year to help you become everything that God intends you to be. Uh, they're different from what we typically used to call life groups because discipleship groups are not just places to do life together, but they are places to do discipleship, to be discipled and to grow and to serve God together and to do missions together. Now, we'd love for every single person in our church to sign up for a discipleship group. Uh, if you're not in a group, I really want to challenge you to sign up for one. We've got some exciting groups already and I'm telling you, every single one of our campuses has it. If you don't come to our physical Mavuno church, but you're part of our Mavuno online church, then fill up a form as well. There's going to be a form on the screen and you can fill that as well. We would love for you to be part of our discipleship groups. And we're going to connect you with a discipleship group. We're going to help you begin to grow. We're going to show you what the next steps are. And I can guarantee you that this year, as we follow, I want to just give this guarantee. By the way, come to me at the end of this year if this has not happened to you. This year, you will discover that your faith is only going to grow more vibrant and joyful, more than you've ever experienced. Why? Because this group is going to help you become everything God wants you to be. Let me just say this, people. Uh, so, so please, fill out. Let me, let me not even lose that point. Fill out. Fill out that form. Uh, click on that link. Type up that link. Click on it. And please make sure. I mean, it's on our website. Just go on it and click on it. Tell us what campus you are and we will connect you to a discipleship group. If you're already in a life group and you'd like to see how your group can transition and become a discipleship group, then speak to your campus pastor. And I'm sure they'll be happy to help you along that journey. 
Let me just say this again. Following is the fastest way to grow. Following is the only way to be a disciple. Following is the path to spiritual greatness. I believe that 2022 is going to be a year of spiritual growth that most of us have never experienced before. Most of us are going to discover new joy and freedom in following Jesus and being part of His church like we never have before. That's true. This is what's going to happen. There's going to be exciting growth in all our campuses like we've never witnessed before. And it's going to be, it's going to be accompanied by ease and financial freedom. I think you can say amen to that one. This is what this year is going to be about. And my prayer is that none of us will miss out on the great things that God wants to do among us. Let's become people who follow. Now I want to, to pray for us in a minute. But just before I do that, I'm going to invite the worship team to just bring us to that place where we surrender and we say to God, here I am. Because I believe that's exactly where God wants us as we begin this year. the prayer of your heart this year as we start 2022 I pray that this would indeed be the prayer of your heart as you start this year that you're saying to God here I am Lord you have it I don't want to do it my way I want to do it your way and I believe that as you say to God I am available here I am Lord I'm available for you to use my goodness this is going to be a year of amazing influence for you and so allow me to pray for us God's people as we conclude our service father I want to thank you for every single son and daughter of yours who is in this church today. I thank you for everyone who's watching right now, 
who's saying those words, Lord, I am available. I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know what the cost of this is. But the one thing I know is that I want to follow you. I want you to make my life become everything I was created to be. I want to be that limitless follower of Jesus that I was created to be. And Lord, this is how we're coming to you. That's our posture of our hearts as we start this year. Here I am, Lord. I am available. And Father God, I want to pray for us that as we choose to follow you, that Lord Jesus, this year, that you would make us become, you would make us become everything that you made us to be. Lord, there are people here who you have created to become powerful changers of society in different sectors of society. And Lord Jesus, I believe that as your word tells us in 1 Corinthians 2.9, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the things that God has in store for those who love Him. And Lord Jesus, I realize that for every single one of us, this is the promise you have for us. And so I pray that Lord Jesus, even as we surrender to you, that Lord, you would make us. Remove the fears that cause us to mistrust. Remove the fears that cause us to not want to follow, to want to lead our own lives. And in the process, help us to follow you fully. And in the process, help us to be more and more like Jesus. I also want to pray for anybody here who has not given your life to Jesus. You've not invited Him in to be your Lord and your Savior. And as you're listening to the Word today, you've come to understand, my goodness, I've not been a follower. I've tried to run things my own way and I've created a mess out of them because you, you are not created to lead yourself. And the first place to begin is for you to say, Lord, I want, to come in, I want you to come into my life and I want you to be my leader and I want to follow you. And if you're here, I want to just pray this prayer really simply for you. If you would just say these words after me. Dear Jesus, I come to you today to give you my life. From this day forward, Lord, forgive my sins. Come into my life. I choose to follow you. I am saved. I am a child of God. Teach me how to walk aright and to walk and become who you to become the person you created me to be. For I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, please uh, shoot us something, write to us, put a comment uh, to one of our admins. We'd love, write us an inbox, info at mavunochurch.org. We'd love to just send you some information, help you to take the next steps of following Jesus and becoming who He created you to be. So next week, we're going to be talking about how to become destiny helpers, how to help the people around us become everything God created them to be. And before then, I just speak a blessing over you. May this be a blessed week. May God go before you. May you see his glory everywhere you go. May people see you and recognize you've been with Jesus. I bless you now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And God's people say it together, amen. Amen, amen and amen.